I don't really want to work out, I work out. There's got to be those days you push through. And they're, they're probably going to be more numerous than the days you don't. Discipline equals freedom. And the more discipline you have as a human, the more freedom you're going to have. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello. Yeah, all good. Merry Christmas. No, not yet. Not quite. Not, not quite. quite. Nearly. Like, not quite Christmas yet. Nearly. What are we going to do when it comes to Christmas? Because Annie, the Tuesday that we often record these on is Christmas Eve. So yeah. are we can have a bit of downtime over the festive period. Potentially, unless we record we'll work out some sort two back to back. Yeah, we'll we'll see. we'll see. We'll see. I don't think we'd struggle to do that. To be fair, no. we could easily sit here for a Tuesday afternoon. Although two back to back could last an entire afternoon. To be fair, yeah, be mate, and then we'll literally just share them in the in the in between. Yeah, I'm yeah. up for it. Yeah, yeah, love it. Sold. Done. Yeah, decided. Right, my first question to you both. Um, you look nervous. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> really nervous. Yeah, don't worry. I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Well, maybe you should be nervous. I know um, it's normally like I know where this normally goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, sleepless nights. <laughs> yeah. Um, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes or no? My initial reaction is yes. Um, I've only seen it once, and it was probably about ten years ago. So I don't actually not because of the context it. of the movie, but just because it's always on at Christmas. Okay. My my goal this year. So I watched Brooklyn Nine Nine over the course of this this year, um, late to the party, and they love that Jake Pratt, the main character, always refers to Die Hard as his favourite film, uh. and talks about it being a Christmas film and everything else. And I was like, oh, sparked my interest. I thought I should probably watch that again. It is I, brilliant. I haven't seen it for a long really? time. It's one of them films if it's on TV like late at night and it's on I'll you'd happily give up I'd watch it although, it although it's probably on Netflix or I've got a DVD not, of it somewhere it's not I've looked I've oh searched. really it's, it's not on there. it's not on Prime Video it's Is not on Netflix right? it's I've like searched if Gladiator is ever it? on TV oh, yeah, film, yeah that's and, and I'll always epic. just put it on and watch it because it's great just film. such a good that's, movie yeah that's just yeah. incredible um, so we're going with well Chris said yes I said Pass so you can take that as you want. So the casting vote oh, is God, for you. On. You can either tie it well, or or categorically say yes. <sighs> oh, you're fifty. I feel like I, a, I feel like that's more of a no than a. I, I yeah. think it is more of a yeah, no. Yeah. Right, Next I week. absolutely love it. But is it Christmas? And I would watch it around Christmas because I'd, I'd yeah. watch it any time. But. All right. Well, I'll tell you yeah. what, my, my homework for. Are you going to watch it? Over the next two weeks. That's, yeah, exactly. I'll tell you, give me two weeks and, and I will. Yeah. I'll, I, will, I will make the time to watch it. Um, yeah. And then I'll be able to cast the, the final vote. Because I guess we've got a yes and a no. So yeah. it all comes down to my interpretation of it. Yeah, but then I reckon you've needed to watch it when you were like younger. and. No, but I did. I I watched, I've watched it before, but I don't remember any of it at all. Do you, what about the other ones? What other ones? Well, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. That says enough. No, never. Do I've definitely watched one. Do you think would you categorise him as a you know like a badass superhero type? Bruce um, Willis or not? Oh, look, he's desperate to get on the podcast. <laughs> Reese, come and say hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. Honestly, we couldn't get him to shut up earlier, and now he's gone all shy and bashful. <laughs> yeah. As soon as the mics are on, look, he's gone bright red. <laughs> Saying he wants to be on, and then yeah, yeah, now he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> giving it I all that. <laughs> race, race, race. Yes. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? 100%. Wow. Well, 100%. Yeah, it's, it's Christmas Eve, isn't it? That's, yeah, what I, that's what I said. It's always on at Christmas. So it's, it's a Christmas, Christmas movie. Christmas movie. No, but I, you just said. If ITV put it on at Christmas time, it's Christmas film. Okay. There you go. Other, Comprehensive. Other channels are available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> What else has been going on? Uh, well, 
couple, well, a couple of couple. Of, well, what, what I was going to say we had our Christmas do. Oh yeah, okay. On yeah. Sunday night, which was very entertaining. We went over to Milton Keynes, didn't we, to a top top jump, which was basically a giant bouncy castle. So a bit like imagine a trampoline park, but rather than it being trampolines, it was inflatable bouncy castle. And it has was, anyone got any burns? Well, yeah, I've got my I've got no skin yeah, on my knees, yeah. and my elbows are worse. Yeah, my, my knees elbows. Are my elbows are bad. It was amazing. <laughs> Do you know it's so funny? Like when when the oh. lady that was sort of in charge, she's like, right, sort of off you go, and everyone just <laughs> ran on, like, yeah, come on, like twenty people up the Joneses. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was very yeah. fun, very hard work. Did anyone put exactly. their Marzone belt on? No, I wish no. I had. I'm so annoyed. Yeah. There was that little obstacle course thing. Did you thing, do it? Was, well, yeah, but that, didn't put my, that, didn't put my God, on, but that, that was, completely effed me. Yeah, that I was yeah. hard, hard. So, in true Jones' style, it was nice. Everyone was bouncing around to begin with, and then the competition yeah, started. Yeah. So, we had uh, there was a zigzaggy obstacle course race where we did a tag relay. I, we, I, I went up against Owen on that, and he absolutely. He was a whippet. He was, he was a whippet. I couldn't fit through half of the things, and he was just he like. He was unbelievable. Yeah. That was amazing. Then we played, when we played Manhunt, we raced up the climb wall we tried to see who could get up the highest slide the wrong way royal rumble royal was the best rumble one. was pretty yeah, special was yeah there's yeah. basically a hungry big hippos blue, blue area yeah um imagine like a raspberry it was kind of like bobbled like a raspberry wasn't it yeah and significant in size so yeah. basically yeah. we all went on there and had a wrestle and you had to push everyone off, off the blue the, yeah, off yeah. The very competitive but fun yeah, yeah. That was great, yeah, honestly. The whole thing—it was—it was great fun. It was so nice to spend time with everyone from work, not in a work environment. Yeah, it was so nice, and we didn't talk about work. We, it was just—it no. was just good fun. And it was good, good people. Good, good to watch Barton drink. I was going to say Barton. Yeah, Barton. Honorable had quite a mention few pints, to Barton which is because exactly apparently hilarious. on the on the way he had like five tinnies, didn't he? I think we worked out. Didn't he have like he ended up having like ten pints in the tequila? tequila he had a great time. Barton—he's twenty years old. He's Brilliant. there to have a good time. He, oh, he was, he yeah, was on very, fine form. I, got, I had the pleasure of taking him home, and he was hilarious. Literally, brilliant. What should we just should we should we mention about the variety night? Yes. Should we put it out there? Well, we've got to get 300 likes somehow, and this so, podcast yeah. is a great platform to start fishing for likes. So I don't know how it started, but basically eight beers in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but they mentioned that, it a while ago. Sober, yeah, which is the weird thing. Yeah, but basically, Sam Barton wants to do a variety night at Jones's Cafe. Which will involve a bit of magic, yeah, magic, a bit of singing, jokes, dancing, jokes, storytelling, uh, rapping, oh, uh, slam poetry. <laughs> it'd be so funny. So basically, all all these requests. Oh, is, it was a um, it was also a um, a run a catwalk of hats. <laughs> catwalk oh, accents. Of, he wants to accent, do accents. Yeah, accents. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was it. So a box of of accents and a box of phrases, and he'd pick one from each, and then deliver but wait, didn't he say he said something like he wants to get 300 likes 300 on a likes post on a post so on we need the to... Jones's Cafe it was the, the Jones's Cafe, Cafe Instagram page <clears throat> okay they need to do the if we get 300 likes on this post Barton will do a variety, variety night. night with Barton so we need to plug the post when it comes out and make sure Hard, that everyone yeah. so guys firstly if you haven't already followed the Jones's Cafe Instagram slash Facebook do so now yeah, yeah. literally just come out of the podcast when you, when you and, see it advertised like that share the hell out of it yeah, we want to make it. this happen and I think Barton yeah. said as well like any any money raised from it will all go to a charity of of, of his choice and stuff like yeah. that so yeah. did you know here's a little fun fact for the day he was in a choir and he appeared on Songs of Praise once I knew he was in a choir because he said the other day yeah. but I didn't know he was, he was on Songs, he was of, on Praise. Songs of Praise, of Praise. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. I believe he said he was in like the fifth best choir in the country something like that wow. 
fair play. There you go. Every day Face and day, voice yeah. of an angel. There you go. <laughs> Fantastic. What man. else has been going on? Yeah, Chris, you, I beat you to the punch. Um, uh, Anthony Joshua. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. That great briefly, performance. So, yeah. great performance and uh, got his titles back. So, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. Deserved. Very much deserved. I was so excited watching it. It was unbelievable. But um, still dangerous, um, Andy Ruiz. But he just yeah, put yeah. such to, a good be, performance, the, uh, Joshua. The last couple of rounds, I really thought he was going to press Joshua. But, I mean, he tried to, I guess. But Joshua's jab was just yeah, too good. His footwork was good. too good, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he was just too good. Um, yes, he didn't knock him out. But, you know, he... I really that was probably more that performance there was probably more powerful than him knocking him out in a round because yeah. you know and also why would you I don't I don't understand the people that have come out and said oh he didn't knock him out he's just running from him blah 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 it's boxing it's just you know different people are going to employ different tactics and exactly, if you do yeah. if you have poor tactics he at the end of the day he knocked him down in the first fight and then he got caught he after he knocked him down he went in for a flurry of punches Joshua and he missed with three or four punches and then got caught yeah. if any of those three or four punches in those in that exchange had connected with Ruiz in that first fight yeah, yeah, yeah. he would have been knocked out cold yeah, and it would have yeah. been game over and basically we wouldn't never, none of this would have happened everyone would be like yeah Andy Ruiz was easy why was it blah 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 All why this was stuff. he the opponent and so you're at that top level with those guys by exchanging like that Anthony Joshua could do that with him and knock him out, yeah, but he could also, he could get, knocked also get knocked it's out. It's just not worth Whereas the risk, was, is it? He wants to win his belts back and yeah. then set up big fights with the other heavyweights, and he did it in the he did it in the way that he knew he could. He knew how to win. He, had, he employed the right tactics and did an amazingly good job. I just hate people, not hate people, but I get really annoyed with people that sort of poo-poo what he's done yeah. because he didn't go in there and, and put himself at but risk typically of though out. they're not boxing fans are no, they exactly. they're people no they're that... just people that want to slugfest they're the people that enjoy watching a scrap down the pub on a Saturday <laughs> yeah. night isn't it? Yeah. yeah it's not I mean look it wasn't you know it wasn't as entertaining admittedly as like when he fought Klitschko and there was a knockdown either side it wasn't probably as entertaining for the neutral fan as the first fight mm. but ultimately we want Joshua we're Brit, you know, British we should want Joshua to win and um and he did that so yeah, anything to say about it being in Saudi Arabia because you know I watched it and the, the atmosphere seemed a little bit yeah I think look it's one of those money where talks, yeah it? it does yeah and it's unfortunate but um, wasn't it on at a good time though even though yeah, yeah that's a really that's, that was yeah. one really good thing about it it was a great time for us wasn't it perfect. Yeah, it was, yeah, that is that probably the perfect time isn't yeah, it yeah that's literally right. the perfect time it was like mm. quarter quarter nine or quarter ten I remember so. like back watching like um, Ricky Hatton and Oh, Carl like Froch and waking up at like two o'clock in the morning, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, maybe setting not, your maybe alarm. not so much Carl Froch, but definitely Ricky Hatton back in the day. Or... Yeah, and I watched Golovkin Alvarez recently. That was like um, in Vegas. All the top ones are in Vegas, aren't they? And they usually that's around four, between four and five, yeah, five a.m. And then you're setting your alarm for early I don't, doors. I don't and do that. I'll, I'll record it and then the, watch it. Yeah, it depends. I'll I'll do it if it's big fights because I like I love watching those big fights, but. Um, if it's like a fairly small fight, then I wouldn't wouldn't do that. But yeah, it's just it's annoying to. I never forget um, McGregor Aldo. Yeah. And so I recorded that, and the idea was to wake up in the morning and watch it. And didn't um, those people ruin it for you? No, they didn't, because I don't really go on Facebook. However, Maya sort of turned to me and she said, "Oh, um, can I can I come down and watch it with you?" I was like, "What? You want to go and watch the UFC fight?" Obviously, there was a bit of hype around the whole thing, but. You know, she's but not a massive like MMA it. fan or whatever. So um, she had been on Facebook, I think, that morning, and so she obviously seen it was a what was it? 
12 seconds 13 seconds 13 seconds yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the risk you, you run isn't it of uh, yeah. getting up the next day uh, there, there is something about watching live sport yeah oh, so, so much, much yeah I remember I watched West Ham Man City when Billich was involved was uh, our manager and um I'd recorded it because I was out all day and I came back and I was watching it and I was like, I could literally just fast forward this because we went 1-0 oh, no. up really early. And I was like, I could just fast forward this. And then dad came in and he was like, have you heard the result? And I was like, I'm watching it now. And he was like, oh, okay, go. So he went away and I was like, on the, I thought, oh, dad, you're just going to tell me now. Like, tell me what it was. And then I enjoyed the rest of the game because we ended up winning. But it's really difficult. Like, do you spoil it? Do you not? Like... No, That's why life's so good. Life's so good because you can't. Yeah, you, there's no temptation yeah, to like, do so. My adrenaline is always up so high when I watch live sport. Will you watch Liverpool tonight? Uh, Champions League, is it? Yeah, Champions League. Win and win and win or win or not. Oh, it's not it? quite win oh, or bust. No, they've got a win tonight though. Oh, really? Is there? I I am. Um, I put on my my zone belt. Just talk about adrenaline being high for the Joshua fight, just to see what <gasps> I had. Because I was yeah, because I was like I was really interested because I was I was like literally on the edge of my seat and I was just like, this is a joke. I, I don't know what my heart rate is, but it's definitely not in the grey zone. And yeah. it was um yeah blue. I was like blue, sat on just sat on the sofa. On I don't want to be that guy and be like to out trump you or whatever, but. Honestly, I think I do. I'm going to try it. Next time I tonight. watch... Yeah. Do it. Yeah, uh, yeah maybe. Yeah, because I'd probably get into that. You'd want Liverpool to win, yeah, obviously. Definitely. When I, when I like, watch Form- Formula One, when yeah, the yeah. red lights come on, oh my God, my adrenaline's up But so you should high. do it. It's, it's quite, it was quite interesting, actually, just to see, like, okay, what you know, what was it like? And, um, interesting. Yeah, just sat sat there and, yeah. Should do go. it, mate. Should mm. do it. Which well, that's the other thing. We obviously finished the my zone challenge last week because we yeah. it was just after, wasn't it? So it was the next day, wasn't it? Because we recorded day. on Tuesday and it finished Wednesday night because the gym closed at nine o'clock and Team Grinch were on like ninety eight thousand or something ridiculous. So it was, it was so close. Ninety nine. Well, they were ninety nine, were they? So they, then, so let's just recap then. So the the competition was to get to a hundred. It was it was from the eighteenth of November to the twelfth of December. So the team with the highest or the first team to hundred thousand points. And it was four teams. Four teams, fifty people in each. There were thereabouts. And yeah, it was just a flat out race. Blue zone, green zone, yellow zone, red zone. It all counted to just get the work done. And and how did it finish? So well, actually, it's interesting because Team Grinch, they did a little session on the Sunday and they on Monday morning, they were 5,000 points ahead. 5,000 points ahead. And somehow the snowmen pulled it back and literally this man right <laughs> here put in one hell of a shift along with everyone else. And yeah. you, were, you were basically tying by the end of Monday, weren't you? Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was just you mental. Bought, you'd pulled it back five thousand yeah. maps. Nick, I don't yeah. know if you should go on. He looks hurt. Actually, he looks like <laughs> it was. It was no. It was, to be fair, it was such a good. It was a good battle, and like there's just the chat was hilarious because we had all these group chat, obviously personal, like private, like group chats for the teams. But um, yeah, they literally pipped us by. I mean, on the Wednesday, we were actually we got to the point where we were a couple of thousand was- ahead. On the Wednesday, oh, so really? snowmen yeah, were at the yeah, top. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were, so, were you a couple of thousand yeah, ahead? Yeah, but unfortunately, but basically on the Wednesday, Grinch had a team workout, so they Another had one. like 17, 18 of them all came yeah. into the gym at one time. So trying to get everyone to train, and it, I mean, the effort everyone put in was just mad. Um, so it was literally went down to like it went down to the last hour basically yeah. because we 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 would have finished had because got to the point where everyone went home. They they had about two hundred meps to go, so they were all doing like pajama workouts. Team Grinch. Yeah, we were a bit back from that, so we we had about seven hundred meps to go. So and um, 
Nathan was on the group chat saying they're they're doing stuff at home now, so we just knew that they, we weren't going to get there because they were going to get there in front. Oh, but um, I was say, saying to um, Nathan earlier, Reese was like, "Oh, I think I did about one thousand and something meps in the challenge," and I was like, "I did." worked out the other day I did on the Wednesday which was the last day I did 1,321 meps Jeez, oh my god one day. one day what did you do? just cardio you were cardio did four, did four separate workouts so came in at six did a workout six till eight. Oh, did it, was it that long? then I did one mid-morning then I did one mid-afternoon and then I did one in the evening is it fair or, to say that's the most you've ever oh, trained? by yeah. mile, by mile yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and I was, it was funny because you know how um like Laura Carr is always like top of the Mets board. You were like number on one. I was number one for about 20 minutes or so. And I thought to myself, I should take a picture because it's just never going to happen and again. Um, you did, did you? I didn't take a picture. Oh. No, no, no. So, but, um, but yeah, my client John was like, ah, oh, you're getting right up there. I was like, yeah, never again. Never yeah. again. But no, it was good fun. And Until we did the Fair play to Team Grinch. Time. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was saying to Nathan, it's, it's definitely, a, it's not a way I'd advise to train. No, we'll, no, no, no. We'll no, talk no. about that. Yeah. But, um, but that's why it's like a two-week blast, you know, at yeah. the end of the day. Two, three weeks. The whole idea was to get people to train a little bit more, meet new people. Because yeah. if you only ever train at 6am, you only ever meet the 6am crew. Yeah. Chance to meet new people. The amount of connection requests and likes and comments and photos on people's workouts of people that we didn't even know knew each other, but they'd met through the group chat. Just yeah, think, it's good. Oh, it's amazing. That's what makes Jones is so good. And that's what was so good about the challenge. All the yeah. positives that come out of it was training a little bit more before Christmas you know earn your Christmas meet new people build that sense of community and then obviously this Friday we're going to have a good old good old social in the cafe to kind yeah. of celebrate I just can't believe that it was so close well when it I was, looked there was, was 30 so that, is, that is mad isn't uh, it Wednesday night just before I went to bed uh, there was a 30 MEP difference would you say it was more remarkable than Aguero's late winning against QPR. <laughs> yes, obviously, Jones yeah. is like, yeah, Jones exactly. is number one. Don't yeah. don't worry about a whole season going down to yeah. one goal. But Do you know what? That was that, amazing, wasn't it? That is one of the best. Even when I watch like YouTube. Oh, but you still get goosebumps. goosebumps every time. Yeah. Imagine if you're a City fan. Imagine oh if you God. were there. Oh, no. Imagine if you, I'm getting goosebumps now thinking about yeah. it. Imagine oh, if no. you were there. That's yeah. got to be the best moment of his life. Definitely. Like, unless she's, unless she's scoring a World Cup final and, yeah. Baby, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Has he got kids? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yes. Um, because his the kid's granddad is Maradona, and the kid's godfather is Messi, and his dad Sergio. His, where what? Right? What? His, the kid's granddad is Maradona. So his wife's is Maradona's, Maradona's daughter. daughter. Yeah. So yeah, really? so, yeah, so yeah, Aguero I, I married Maradona's that. daughter, and obviously yeah. his best mates with Messi. So that that young lad, his godfather is Messi, granddad is no Maradona, way. and his dad's Aguero. <laughs> Good luck filling any of those boots. Yeah. Wow. Damn. That's mad. Arsenal sign him. Arsenal have already like so, put in for the youngster, like ready to go. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Mm. Anything else to um, report? Yeah, we've replaced as a as a. Uh, myself, Sam, and Reese have decided that we've eradicated the term legend from Joneses. So okay. we're not referring to anyone as a legend anymore. We're referring to them as a lendrum. A lendrum? Yeah. Oh, what like a lendrum. So, oh, yeah, like based, on, based on literally. Guero like, is a lendrum. Yeah, exactly. City lendrum. Exactly. A city lendrum. So, I'm not sure from I... now on, that's what's happening, whether Chris okay. likes it or not. We're yeah, referring I was to any... say, I'm not sure how I feel about that. That's a lendrum, man. It's a bit weird. 
Love it. It's because we're scared how highly we think of it. Maybe we can get yeah. it in the Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. What a lendrum. I doubt that. Oh, did I say it to you? Um, the word dossa, which is what uh, Tyson, Tyson Fury, Fury called... Uh, it's the official thing is... Um, some something to describe Deontay Wilder. I'm sure that's right, and I'll check it up in a minute. But oh wow! Yeah, that's that what would you call be brilliant. Dossa. Yeah, that would yeah. be hilarious. Anyway, right. Um, wearable tech. Wearable, wearable tech. tech. Yeah, which kind of yeah, we nearly we nearly we nearly <coughs> fed in lovely there, didn't we? Talking about the Myzo challenge yeah, and then yeah. into the wearable tech. We've got, got sidetracked as always, yeah. but yeah, 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 yeah. wearable so, tech. None of us have prepped for this. No. Um, when do we ever prep? Yeah. Well, we usually we, we depend on. Um, I, maybe do, I do a little bit sometimes, but do you know yeah, why? Today, do you know why that? Because he's a lendrum. Because he's a lendrum. Yeah. He's an absolute podcast yeah. lendrum. Yeah. So what what are we saying? Wearable tech, good thing. Oh, straight off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. thing, um, bad thing. Oh, interesting. I would, I would say a good thing to the most part. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so, I, I would, mean, ag- I would agree with that. I mean, even this my zone challenge, I would say most of it has been a good thing. Most of it's been positive. Most of it's been positive, but, but. there are negatives associated with it. So you've already just said it yourself. You know, you wouldn't recommend to train as much as you did. So you were chasing yeah. maps and chasing zones and different colours and that yeah. high heart rate so and would you you based your um, your self worth on how much you did was that, this is that is, a fair this thing is, yeah that, oh, that's another thing I was going to say it's, and that comes under the umbrella I think doesn't it of obsess, obsessing about the numbers yeah um, and or being overly obsessive about the numbers in terms of um, any wearable wearable device yeah, yeah. it's like I know um, clients of mine who um, have Fitbits and things, and probably fit. I would say Fitbits. Would you say is probably the most common? Yeah, I think so. Um, wearable most, tech most, that people use. Oh, yeah, I um, guess for the masses. Again, we probably yeah. should have got some statistics on this, but I would say that yeah, most. Yeah, yeah. I mean the things that the, the when I when I think about wearable tech, I kind of think about a few different kind of elements to it. But Fitbits would definitely be number or right up there. Um, and then the other thing that I think people use a lot is Strava, don't they? More of the cardio stuff for cycling, mm. running, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it's that same sort of, I guess, technology around looking tracking. at your tracking. Your tracking, tracking are they yeah. not in different categories? They so, would be. So yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's more of a lifestyle yeah. tracker. So yeah. it's the same. I've got an Apple Watch and yeah, have as well. Yeah, yeah. You? yeah. Again, same sort of thing. It's it's good. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's quite cool that it tells me how many steps I've done, and I think but, your phone does that anyway if you keep it in your pocket. But, yeah. but um, a lot of those things, they do the same sorts of things, don't they? It's tracking of your steps, tracking of your sleep. Um, and I know I've had clients who will say that, like for their, for example, for sleep, they'll look at their sleep, and if they've got, if they haven't got good night's sleep, it will affect their mood. Then for like, they'll be annoyed. What because it, the the watch is the telling them exactly. Them. So not, rather not than just how they feel, feel right, exactly, yeah. yeah. Which I think is a, is potentially I a downside to it, yeah. isn't it? But again, like, like, like we were saying last week, didn't we? Like, if you're basing your my zone on whether you've had a good or bad workout or not, but if if you're weight training and you've progressed everything, but yeah. yet your my zone hasn't really shown you loads, then uh, what? Why is that a bad workout? If you've got yeah. stronger, if you've got something good out of it, why is that? Yeah, just on your sleep point there. I mean. I would say it's probably a dangerous thing to the most part, but it might make that person go to bed a bit earlier and have a better bed night, um, bedtime next, routine. Next night, yeah, so, definitely. I know. mean, I I use the 
um, I use a uh, app called Sleep Cycle, which is on my phone, which measures a, like gives you a percentage of your percentage of your sleep. Do you know so how? So give sleep quality. Yeah, it does how it on. Does that do that? It measures uh, movements and noise basically. So you have to put it on. So you put it next to your. So you have a if you have a bedside table, which I do, you put yeah. it next to your bedside table in a certain position. It tells you what position to put it in. Oh, okay. And then it will track, and it will give you. It basically tracks for five days with not giving you any stats, and then it bases then the rest. So. Obviously, you need you want those five days to be as normal a day as possible. Um, but the reason it does it over the five, obviously, is to get an average, basically, yeah. of where you are. And then it will give you a percentage quality based on that. It will tell you what um, whether you're in deep sleep. It gives you like a REM deep sleep. Yeah, exactly. So it just gives you a graph, which is really easy to look at. Gives you an amount of time that you're asleep for. How much snoring you did if you get you can pay for, it's free and you can but you can pay for a pro version which i don't do but you can and it's like you can actually listen to your own snoring and stuff like that oh, that's weird. quite yeah, weird which i don't do but um but you I, can, um, I think it, do, it does play that on the podcast yeah but i don't think anyone wants to hear that but <laughs> what it gives, about sleep talking it gives yeah exactly yeah. but it gives you like a it does give you a measure so i think if someone what i would say for a lot of these things would probably be the same point where if someone is struggling with that, so if you've identified from someone's assessment, or if you, or if you just are thinking about improving your own health, and one of the things you know is an area of uh, concern is sleep. So if you get really poor quality sleep, or if you um, don't get enough sleep, if you're in, you know, not in bed long enough, and you, all right, I want to get a handle on mm-hmm. my sleep. It does give you the numbers. It gives you a way to actually track whether you are objectively improving. And then yeah, obviously, yeah. if you've got those numbers in front of you, maybe it gives you a bit more of a stark you know reality check of hang on a sec i'm getting like 50 percent quality sleep i need to do something about this what can i do and then that's when you employ a few strategies and then see whether that improves it so and then one i think once you get to a point where you're doing reasonably well then you can worry about it less but then you've already you know you've tracked made the change based on what i think the the difficult thing is how you do that without then getting obsessed with it so i think there's obviously there's a you know it's like anything isn't it it's like you a lot of stuff is good in moderation or good to yeah. start with but you, you know like exercise like anything if you get too obsessed with it so it's almost like using it but not being too worried about you know being I perfect remember, all the time um, who's the sleep guy I can't remember Matthew Walker yeah um, I'm sure he does other things as well but <laughs> yeah, yeah well, um, he's a sleep scientist uh, yeah. isn't he so I remember like reading some of his stuff and it I always you know get good good night's sleep and once I'd read his stuff, it made me more anxious about sleeping, and I didn't mm. sleep as well. Because I was like, oh my God, I've got to get to sleep now, I've got to get to sleep now, and I, I couldn't. Yeah. And that's, that's the. Um, so I'll spray my uh, pillow with like a lavender type thing, which is very manly, I know, nice, but I like um, it. it's nice. I do take ZMA as well sometimes. I think there's the simple things are the things that are easier to employ, like not trying not to get too much screen time directly yeah, before yeah. bed. Making sure your room's dark, Again, making sure I, your room's not too hot. It's funny, actually, with what we were speaking about earlier. And so, if I, I've said this before, if I watch a Champions League game, yeah, you like tonight, my, if I watch the Liverpool game, my adrenaline will definitely be up, mm-hmm. my heart rate will be up, and it will be a lot harder for me to get to sleep. Yeah. But, going um, to bed at the same time and going waking up at the same time. time as well. Yeah, so important. And that's where things like, you know, if you're watching a footy game, maybe you stay up maybe later than you normally would or whatever because, it's you know, you've got to stay up to the game finishes. Not you personally, mm. but you know what I mean. So it's things like that as well where maybe it's just affecting that. But So what's that app called then, Chris? Sleep Cycle. It's cool. So, and do you recommend yeah. that? Yeah, I would actually. Yeah. yeah, I use it 
all the time. So if someone wants if someone wants to track their sleep and to see where they are, then yeah, it's really I would love really to know useful. what mine is. I would um, love. It's to free know. and it's yeah, it's, it's the mo- it's, it's the one that I know is the it you know it's got thousand you know thousands of reviews. It's it's a very very well known app and five star. I remember so. going to a um, Charles Poliquin lecture at Loughborough, and he was like. He said, oh, who, who sets their alarm um, with their phone? And like everyone put their hand up. It was like, no, that's bad. You know, it's the, the electrical stimulus can screw with your brainwaves, blah, 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 blah. I don't know how true that is. Have you heard that before? Or? I've heard, I mean, in an ideal world, I, th- I don't think you'd have anything in your bedroom of a, you know, I think it's more. To, Matthew Walker talks about it's more Wi-Fi, to do with the lights. Oh, right. More to do with the light, LED oh, the lights light. and things, basically. Yeah. So any light. It can so affect that, that affects, can affect things, yeah. Right. So, or affects it affects your because I think he he talks about uh, to do with the eyelids and the fact that you you actually you can absorb. There's I'm, I'm butchering this in terms of the way I'm describing it, but basically the the light can go penetrate through, through the that. eyelids and affect then the quality of your sleep essentially. Um, again, if you why we sleep by Matthew Walker, if you want to look into that more, but basically he's saying remove as many LED or pretty much all LEDs from your bedroom as possible. So it's as dark as possible. Talks about, um, and he talks about the fact that having a shower or a bath yeah. before bed. Hot it's, shower it's, as well. Yeah, it? but yeah. it's not because it makes you warm. It's because of the cooling down period yeah. after. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. basically to oh, do with the really? fact that, yes, yeah, so when it's, as your body temperature then cools, you produce more hormones yeah. that aff- it's affect really your sleep. Then. Yeah, and it's really good. about your, your feet and your hands. It's good for yeah. them to stay hot, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is why people, like, people sometimes say wear socks and stuff in bed sort of thing, but I don't do that anyway. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so I think that's, you know, that's one of the things that will, will be useful for uh, tracking and, and obviously tech can help with that. But what about Fitbit? So what do, do you guys advise clients... Do you, would you ever specifically advise clients to get wearable tech or what, which clients do you think would, would benefit or if there's people out there that are maybe considering it, who would you say is a good candidate for wearable tech, do you think? I, I, I don't know about uni, but I hear a lot of older people talk about their steps more and, you know, referencing Fitbits. Yeah. So that's a good thing, I guess. Definitely. You know, at least they're conscious yeah. of yeah. they're trying to get 10,000 steps, yeah. you know, so... I'd, being active yeah being active that is a good thing I think like I said there's a difference between a lifestyle tracker like a Fitbit or an, or an Apple Watch and, and something like a MyZone belt which is um, exercise which, specific yeah so <clears throat> and you know we've spoke about it before and I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about it a bit more today but the power of a MyZone belt is just it is incredible and they, they sent me one a couple of years ago and you know I was like I don't need a uh, a belt to tell me how to train or how hard I'm working or you know but there is something about it where you can track everything you can I can look back in the last couple of years that I've had one see how many calories I mm-hmm. you know average and you know I broke my foot in the summer so obviously I was working out a lot less it's just really interesting looking at your stats and using it as a tool when you're training not only to try and hit a, a you know yellow or a red zone but but your recovery rates as well so I think there's a lot more education needed around wearable tech in general, so not just my zone, but Fitbits as well. So, mm. you know, why why are we aiming for ten thousand um, steps a day? And, yeah, where does yeah. that number actually come from? Where does that number come from? If you're training two hours a day and doing something else, do you need to be hitting those ten thousand steps? Pro- probably not. Mm. You know, we we still need to be moving, obviously. So it's quite dependent on the person, their job, and 
Um, I, I think it. I definitely think it can help. I think with, it's great for highlighting for people. So people who think they're active and think yeah, they do loads and look down, it's like, oh, I only do three thousand steps in a day. Oh, I need to address oh, well, that. Yeah, because yeah. if you don't know, if you don't know, you don't know. It's a little bit like we've said before. Haven't we? It's like people that train in the gym. And they think that by going to the gym, that and what they're doing is automatically going to get the results. And why aren't I getting results? And it's like, you don't train hard enough. You don't train at the right intensity with the modalities that you're doing. And yeah. suddenly the MyZone belt helps, well, like trackers would help to do that, to highlight that actually you've still got a little bit more to give. Like you can still go a little bit harder. You can, there's still, you know, don't avoid that sixth, seventh, eighth rep that hurt. Got do it. Like yeah. you've got your heart rate or whatever it is, is showing you that you can there's still more in the tank. Yeah. Normally that helps people train. I think it's great for newbies as well. Yeah. Giving them the confidence to train as well because, you know, we know how coming into a group environment or class or something is new and you don't know the feelings. You don't know the, the, the not the danger signs as such, but if you don't really know your body and don't know how it's meant to feel, you can, I'm sure we've all, I've done it. I can tell I did a boot camp session and collapsed because I went too hard too soon. But this is before we had my zone. Um, but again, but as a newbie, you've got that live feedback of this is your intensity. We just need to take your foot off the gas a little bit because it's too, you're going too hard too soon. And you can, it just helps people train safely. Okay, so I've, I've just got the highlights up here on my Apple health app thing. Um, it says this month uh, you're averaging fewer steps each day than you did last month. So for December, I'm averaging 4,902 steps, whereas November I did 6,368. Um, other than Apple selling this data to the Russians, what, um, what, what can I, you know, I train a few times a week, so if I was looking at that as a newbie, would I be thinking, oh my God, I'm not hitting 10,000 steps? Or, you know, what do you guys think? <clears throat> yeah, I think um, that's the education piece, isn't it? That's I think that's the big thing with wearable tech. It's like, I think it gamifies, it gamifies and this is what MyZone does as well, it gamifies fitness, it game, gamifies health, which basically makes people more, um, you know, it's like, I think with some of the Apple stuff, do you have rings or something? With yeah, some of the Apple closure stuff? rings. Mm. Closure rings and things like that. And so people want to close their rings. It's like the whole... Um, and you don't want to lose the hot streak. Exactly. Because you're closing yeah. every day yeah. for seven days. Yeah. You're like, oh, I've got to keep this going. Yeah. And... So yeah, I think I think it can definitely, you know, for maybe someone that hasn't got a coach or hasn't got a trainer, then it can mm. be quite good because it's a motivation. It's a people are motiv yeah. motivating themselves through the gamification of fitness and health. So do, I think... Do, do you know what? It's interesting that me looking at those stats there, I'm automatically feeling a little bit guilty and actually I might walk to work tomorrow. So yeah, there, there you go, it's done its job. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think the downside or the negative side of wearable tech though is that then it's, it's under, the understanding of what you should be obsessing on like you, like Nick, mm. you were talking about before because in my zone is a classic example where I was like, obviously with the challenge we were talking about it earlier, I was smashing like in the yellow zone. So I was doing cardio because I knew that cardiovascular training would get my heart rate up. I was on the cross trainer, I was on the treadmill running, doing stuff that I was going to keep my heart rate above the yellow so I got more points. But then the day after the challenge finished, I went in the gym and did an upper body push session, never got out of the green zone. So it was literally blue and green. I think I did like an hour and a bit workout, which you know, on the yellow, you're right, if you constant in the yellow, which is what I was doing, I'd be in on up and around whatever it would be, 20, 200, 200 meps or something mm. or around that level. Um, 
and I was 80, 90, no, mm. like 100 MEPs or something so like if that. You're, so if you're not so educated around the area, you're going to automatically think, that's a bad workout. Exactly. I didn't do very well yeah, today. Yeah, exactly. Whereas actually... You've trained, I was, strength trained. I was strength trained. I, my weights were decent. I did my strength work was good. Um, you know, when I was doing my heavy, heavy sets, I was quite close to the uh, to the yellow, but not quite in there. Um, and I was just kind of resting from having just done the challenge. So that was still a productive workout, but I, you could look at that and go, that wasn't a productive workout because I didn't do set, such yeah. and such. I didn't get X amount of points. Exactly. So, so that's where education comes in and, yeah. and good coaching comes in. Yeah. So, you know, it should be our job as trainers to probably say, to, maybe even prescribing sessions where if they're doing a weight session, we don't want you to get over x amount of maps you know you should be underneath that mm, yeah well it, but, but like you say if you're if you're going to do five by five on deadlifts your heart rate is going to get up yeah but, but yeah. not for a long time and upper body push obviously if, if you were doing yeah if i was doing a pool session with deadlifts or a leg session with like squats or generally speaking with legs you what you are going to involve more of the total body and therefore you're going to get into the yellow just from doing do that stuff. weird when i remember doing bicep curls before and getting into yellow yeah you stand it up just there, depends on stand, yeah standing and, and that, yeah, that makes a huge difference the heart, of course it yeah is. yeah and obviously anything above the head as well and you yeah. know you notice that and i noticed that in the mizen challenges just how how much difference there is in standing exercises versus yeah. non-standing yeah. like good luck swimming and getting your yeah, heart rate up yeah you're lying like down plank, planks and all things like that where you feel like you're working really hard but then anything standing up just gets your heart rate so much higher. It's just interesting when you yeah, do yeah. that. But I think, yeah, it's, it's going back to, it's knowing it's knowing what, if you're using wearable tech, it's knowing what you should actually be paying attention to. I think that's one of the key things people should take away from this podcast is knowing what numbers are important for you and then and getting some advice on that or really th- having to think about that, like what numbers actually matter. Yeah. And then maybe not obsessing about too many because that's the other thing with wearable tech. I think it gives you so much data mm. that sometimes people can get What's bogged important? down in it, bogged down with just like how many you know on the Apple watches, for example, or on not just Apple but any of these devices. It will give you so many different stats, and it's like actually, which is most important for my goal. Exactly, it's all it all comes back to what you want to achieve, what your mm. goals are, fitness wise, and and then trying to relate what you're doing to that. And wearable tech is a good way of capturing information about those things, but don't think you have to capture every bit of information and, and don't think that you, every information, every bit of information is going to help you. Like, you know, steps is a really good thing for beginners and things, but as an advanced trainer who's maybe training four to six times a week and is quite good with their nutrition and blah, 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 yeah, that's yeah, probably not going to be something that's going to be that yeah. important you know it, it it may it may be helpful potentially in like if you're really doing like um competition prep for example and you want to maybe increase steps as a way to burn in more calories rather than doing high intensity cardio which is then going to impact on your weight training sessions which probably you should prioritize if you're in a calorie deficit because you want to basically maintain as much muscle mass as possible mm-hmm. while losing fat so there's cab you know there's obviously caveats mm-hmm. to these things but i think that um it's probably not going to be your priority you know you're going to be looking more at hitting your nutritional numbers and then maintaining or increasing slowly increasing strength mm-hmm. or even you know for a lot of guys it's going to be maintenance isn't it of strength while you're yeah, in that cutting phase yeah. so it just depends on the person but just not getting too obsessed about what those you know what those numbers say basically which is hard to do like it's not always easy is it to to not once you've got the data it's hard not to then look yeah. at it and go like okay 
you know where should i be and also that then it comes with the comparison to others as well so mm. it's that whole thing of oh that person's done this should i be doing that mm-hmm. and that's another thing which my zone crops up is the looking at the the, the, the boards of and I, you know should i, was, I be getting twelve thousand yeah, meps a month yeah should i be no. doing should i yeah exactly that's why it's 1300 exactly yeah and then and so understanding and again it's education is it but it's, it's also understanding that it's not comparing yourself to others it's more compared to yourself to where you currently are so mm. using that data and not and, and the same same thing with like you know strava and those sorts of you know apps and data mm. it's like yeah great king of the hill because you've cycled up that as fast as fast as anyone else, anyone like, else brilliant yeah. but it shouldn't be about that it should be like what did you do it in last time and then trying to improve upon that because if you can do that gradually you may, maybe you will get to those higher higher levels where you are mm. right at the top but don't think about that as a whether you're winning or losing or failing or succeeding. It mm-hmm. should be about you're succeeding if you're getting close to the goal of where you want to get to. And that's yeah. And I think that for my zone, that's what my zone is. It's not. It's not like I know. Obviously, this challenge is all about meps, but that was a bit of fun. Sure. But ultimately, it's about intensity of training, mm-hmm. isn't it? It levels the playing field yeah. because everybody. <laughs> we could sit here all now. And all of us getting it to 80% heart rate, we will all feel pretty much the same, but we'll all be doing slightly different yeah, yeah, things yeah. to get That's there. So, good. Chris, you might be running at seven miles an hour. Aiden, you might be at eight, and I might be mm. at 10. And we're both, all, all three of us are at 80% of our heart rate or yeah. whatever it is to get to mind. So it's not about necessarily like, oh, well, they've got more, they get more points than me per month and stuff like that. It's not about that. It's like relative intensity mm-hmm. of how hard you're training. And that's the beautiful thing about it. You can get someone that's really sort of deconditioned yeah. and they can be they can feel competing, the same as us. Yeah. You know, um, against someone that's exactly. got more experienced. Like, yeah, I, I completely agree. And it's all about if someone if someone's got time to do it and they can just sit in the green zone, they do hours and hours and hours, of course they're gonna get more points. But is that does that change their body? Does mm. that you know? Does that make their heart healthier? Just sticking at one one level when actually we would know we want the heart rate to go up, up and down, down yeah. up, down. Be able to peak, come back down, recover, go back up again. And that that is, heart rate variability. And that is what interval training is. And yes, yeah, exactly. and an interval training is not staying in the yellow or red zone for the whole time. The whole time. No, it's about so going it's important up and down. That the heart does that. Yeah, and it's healthy. That's the heart rate variability, isn't it? It's, the, it's yeah. important thing. It's healthy. It means that it's functioning as it should and actually people just coming in and sitting and doing hours and hours and hours of cardio but unless that's their that, goal. that is our f- yeah i mean if you're going to be a marathon runner you've yeah, got you, to go and you need to be efficient and yeah. be able to maintain a heart rate and maintain a high level of output for long periods of time but, but that's that is our failure then as coaches that we haven't explained it well enough or you know and sat some some people down and said look what you t- first of all it's about what they want to achieve like mm-hmm. I said earlier so once we know that that's when we can should be having more conversations with people and educating them mm. Mm. Um, but to the most part it's a good thing definitely, mm. and, oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and for me personally to hit 1300 meps a month you know that's a great little target and yeah. it, it means I might do a bit more cardio than I would normally but yeah, that's a good thing which is a good you thing need, yeah. you need cardiovascular yeah. health because yeah. if you're more healthy if you're more if you're better cardio wise when you come to do the weight training side of things you're going to recover quicker you'll be able to do more work you'll be able to take sets further because you've got a better base level of fitness so you'll be able to work harder when it comes to it do you know what's it's really win, win, win. interesting I, I can't remember if we said this before we started recording but talking about top jump and nobody put their mark did you did we yeah no one put their belt no on. one put their belt on did harry maybe harry did no, I don't no. Think anyone did. Uh, and we all regretted it straight away like oh, i wish i put my mind zone belt on but it's more to see what 
like what your heart rate had done. I mean, I would, I would have definitely hit some red zone. Oh, hundred percent. I remember, I remember literally like yeah. falling over, just lying down yeah. in the soft <laughs> bit, like clasping for air. Yeah, but then the interesting thing is like, so why? Why would you want to put the belt yeah, on for why, that? Yeah. It's not. It, technically, it's not a. Yeah, there you go. Maybe we've training session. Falling into the trap of wanting to get a few extra meps. Yeah, but would like, it? But would it be for like? Would it be for Meps or would it just be as, a, intrigue. as an intrigue? It, I'd have been. I'd have done it for intrigue. Uh, to be honest. Both for, for me, but yeah, I would have been intrigued to see what I got. But because also, because yeah, cool. also, then you just said there, I can guarantee that I was in the red zone, and because you've used it so often, you, you know. definitely would have been. Yeah. You know, you would have been. So then, why? So what's the point? What, exactly? Why would you want to know? Yeah, I would like to have known how many calories I burnt. Only, only out of intrigue, yeah, and yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Have, I wouldn't use that to say. I'll change my nutrition I'm based gonna, on that. Get a, um, uh, I'm going to get a double strawberry milk. No, I was going to say I'm going to get a bouncy castle and yeah. screw, screw training out and change weights. More intrigue than yeah. anything else, rather than. But again, so say say we had this is what I think is a, a failure of wearable tech. Say we put your belts on and we bounced around, had a great time, and using the green and blue zone. Would that change the fact that you had a great time? No. Not, no. no, so I think we lose we lose the ability, um, like intrinsically to of what is a good workout. You lose that sort of like, how do I actually feel? Mm. Like how hard actually was that? Do I feel good, rather than it's just being oh well it's yeah, good or bad based really on the outcome? Like yeah. I think we lose that ability. Do you know what? It's funny because I've you know when it's a bit nicer in the summer, I go on bike rides and I'm not. I know I'm not getting any yellow and red zones, but. And I'm probably going to be in, in blues and greens, but it's still a really good workout, and I've really enjoyed it. And I've got some fresh air, and that's a great workout. So it doesn't doesn't matter that I haven't got X amount of meps mm. or burnt X amount of calories, but it's still mm. still a positive thing for my body and more, more my mind. But and do yeah. you think that the industry is going more? towards where I think it, you know technology is just well I was, so I was much, actually going to mention to you guys about Peloton so oh, yeah. obviously it's not wearable tech but it's tech so it's in that bracket so um, in that category what do you think of it do you think it's a yeah brilliant so from what I understand it's like a bike that you people people buy and then they can be involved in classes can't yeah. they like worldwide classes yeah. Yeah. different yeah but so, in the comfort of your own home yeah. yeah this removes that barrier if you're someone who has poor body like bought like self-esteem you're not body you're body conscious you don't feel good actually you can just hide behind the screen but still get involved with those things in the comfort of your own home yeah like it removes a barrier Definitely. if that's a barrier for people going into fitness because of how they feel and they feel they'll be judged and all that sort of stuff well actually yeah. if you can follow a great quality coach-led yeah. thing because you know those people might end look you know we all talk about the january joggers someone who's deconditioned a little bit overweight not confident going out running them, yeah. would be potentially could be quite damaging because if they're not educated should I run five miles should I run ten should it be painful should I be smashing yeah. myself and it's and likely that they're not going to continue yeah. that is it? whereas this is an instructor led thing yeah. Of, yeah. you would hope that a coach has planned it so that it's appropriate it's you know there's a bit of science behind why you're doing it as appropriate rest intervals as appropriate and not just smash 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 then actually they're going to get some good quality coaching that they wouldn't otherwise get in the comfort of their home without having to and not only bad. that I guess there's some um stats behind if someone's forked out I don't know what they are a couple of grand old thing. they are and there's a subscription fee after that as well right but you're more likely to do it, can, to do it. and yeah. you know if you can just go for a run at any time and it hasn't cost you anything you're yes, less likely to, to subscribe to that and continue yeah. it so I, I, I the think game. they're a 
Do you know what? I have to say, their advertising's unbelievable. Mm. Like, Although that's come under fire, hasn't it? Has it? Yeah, bad. Yeah, Why? really bad. Because a a gentleman bought his already thin wife a bike and people have come out and been like, well, he's obviously buying her because he thinks that she's fat. She needs to lose more weight and she's already really thin. So all these people are getting on this bandwagon of like Peloton have got poor body image, poor, you know, it's, it's, a, it's sending the wrong message out to people and all this sort of stuff because a husband or a gentleman bought a lady the Peloton bike and people are like, it's obviously because he thinks that she's fat and she's oh, already, God. you know, and you're like, wow. Wow, well, what is the world? I don't know what when to. I when I hear I just think like whatever. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so like immune to those stories yeah, now. Maybe. Like it's just yeah, it's just another one. I don't know, sometimes I think it's just someone trying to get a name for get a name for fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah, exactly. 100%. It's just like yeah, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think like yeah, they they're cool. Like I say, the the marketing's amazing around it and like Nick said, I think if you're scared embarrassed or whatever to, to to join a gym or start on your fitness journey i think it's a great starting point for someone yeah I and the, i think as nick said earlier that a lot of people do struggle to start with in terms of intensity and i think one of the things that it's almost i, I quite often will see people in the physio and well in training as well that are at either ends of the spectrum where it's like they either just smash themselves too hard to start with or they're just not training intensely enough yeah. to actually res- get the results yeah. that they want. The trigger and response. I, I think that um, class and I, this is why the classes here work so well is because people go in and they're like, "Man, I got such a good workout compared to what I'd normally get on my own. Yeah. I'd never push myself that hard." And actually, some people though, as you just said, are not necessarily going to feel comfortable in that class, in that in-person class environment to start with because mm. they're just going to feel intimidated so it's a way of them getting that class environment intensity but being at home and just yeah. not being in a position where they can be intimidated so i think i think anything that in- encourages health and fitness is a good thing really yeah like that's why it, I just it comes from a story you'd hope it so comes annoying. from a good place yeah you know what I mean, and not someone just out there trying to make a quick buck. You hope Definitely. that it's like genuinely people want to help people. Like, yeah, it's the same thing as have you used what what bikes before? I have used them, but I haven't looked. I mean, there's so many stats and stuff you can. Get yeah, on they're there. they're really good. Um, we had them at previous place that I worked in. The, um, the 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 kind of data that you yeah. got was found. It was like it was much more like a rower on a bike where you'd get like peak power out so you could look at power you could look at wattage Mm. that you were generating you can look at the efficiency of how well you're cycling and all these i know a lot of pro cyclists use them don't yeah yeah so so again it's it's giving you much more data and i think that's where the wearable tech stuff i think is good because it just you know i think it does give you it gives you more data and that you can then use or not and i think some people and again you have to also i think for people out there that are considering buying some wearable tech of some description it's also asking yourself whether you're that sort of person because we all know people out there that are love the data well like mm. you know nathan yeah, yeah, yeah. he loves his data, data doesn't yeah. he absolutely yeah. loves it so like for someone like that he, he would be you know a wearable tech company's perfect dream mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. terms of who they're marketing yeah. to someone who's going to respond to the data who likes data etc there's going to be other people that are much more um, I can never work, I can never remember whether it's right brain or left brain and how it works. But oh, anyway, yeah. um, but are going to be much much less data driven. Going to no, be, more, be maybe me. more creative, um, more yeah. like and just more f- like how it's going to be on how they feel. I like and my those, zone because it's got pretty colors. Yeah, yeah well, there you honestly, go. Yeah. Unless yeah, yeah. you just stay in the yellow <laughs> yeah. zone for yeah. an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless yellow is your favorite color, so yeah. then you can. Yeah, just... that's true. Um, 
So I think that's another question you need to ask yourself is whether you, whether you are that sort of person mm. that actually is going to get some 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 benefits from that. Yeah. Um, but it's the same thing as get going going a little bit off the fitness topic. But like, I know that Apple watches. I've been on. Uh, we were talking about the golf earlier. Golf trips that I go mm. on, um, and the guys that go on the golf trips. There's a few of those lads that have got Apple watches, and they'll they'll do like you you'll get like distance to the pin yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's things like that that are great. That's where cool. yeah. that's brilliant. Where you don't have to get out a range finder or whatever. It just makes things a lot easier. Where you can just on your wrist, you can see where how far you are from the pin. And then it makes your next shot away. that that bitch easier. Yeah, exactly. Too, too many shots, <laughs> too many shots away. But um, so I think again, it's it's making making life easier, I guess, in in certain respects. But then it's the question of, you know, like you, the interesting thing you were talking about earlier with regards to how much should we be sort of more in the present and not worrying about all these things as much? It does it does it make us more anxious i guess like does it you know does the increase in people wearing wearable tech actually make them more anxious about their health and fitness than so does it harm more than hinder mm. um and i think some people it probably does yeah, harm, yeah, yeah. yeah. doesn't it Definitely. yeah because yeah. of the whole thing of oh i haven't done my steps and then stressing out about that and then they're but stressed are, about are it these and individuals then, usually more insecure anyway so they're coming from a different a starting place so yeah. um yeah i don't know i think again yeah. it's not there's not like we've you know, like we often talk about in this podcast a lot. There's no, I don't think there's a, there's not a right answer, is there? I think, on a whole, I mean, I, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are, but I, I would say wearable tech is a good thing yeah. on a whole. Yeah. But you just have to be educated in it, and you have to not necessarily worry too much about it if you are wearing it. Other than the things that you're really focusing on, so I would say it's about educating yourself on what things you need to look for. Yeah, what data do what you need, data to, you need worry to pay about, attention yeah. to? You should use it to motivate you, not to stress you and Absolutely. cause more anxiety. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh yeah, Absolutely. that's a yeah, that's a great yeah. sentence 100%. right there. Yeah. That is a Lendrum sentence. I love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote yeah. it to me past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that what you? Were doing? I take? Yeah, it? Yeah, I'll yeah, take yeah. that as mine. I'll take then. that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, oh, good. I completely agree with I was that. Thinking definitely, this, yeah. Um, couple of points. Now, this is slightly going off, but it's again, it's in the same category. So, artificial intelligence. Are our personal trainers going to be at risk? Are physios going to be at risk? No. Someone told me not so long back that um, they've they've invented a machine that can cut hair. So it's like uh, you know, our hairdressers going to be at risk in the future because you know, you would think if they could get it right. That because it's a machine, it's going to be able to replicate it like time and time again. Yeah, time and time again, and it'll be like laser guided. And I think, I think it's it's a way off yet because have you, we, have you seen like to... the Boston Dynamics robots? Yeah, yeah. they are. They're ama- it's ama- the, unbelievable. I mean, I mean AI is quite like. scary and quite amazing, and I think we'll probably maybe do a. It'd be good to get someone in that really knows his stuff about AI because I know you're really interested. I, I just in AI. love. I'm so fascinated. Um, with it, yeah. I, I, yeah, I love. My, it as my well. big question with AI is, when will eleven probably Boston Dynamic robots be able to beat a, a football, a professional football team? I just think it's a lot. I think it's a long way off. I really do, because I think I've talked. I was chatting to Kate about this the other day, and I was saying about um like accountants and stuff and how surely like there's going to be certain professions that that will be consumed by the ai and mm-hmm. technology first and then i was thinking well yeah will will every will every profession go down the same route like physio for example but i think human beings are our brains are so complex and like i've talked about before in terms of pain and how how much 
how much our brains are are doing that a computer because computers work logically so they don't they don't well at the moment anyway they work in rules that are constructed yeah for that computer system yeah, yeah, yeah. so like it's the things that you can't put your finger on brain wise that i think would be it is just you know is very difficult to see how you could replicate that so for example the um going back to actually a book called bounce by the matthew Said guy he talks about like um te- you know he's talking about um talent born versus mm-hmm. race and whatever but in the context of this conversation he was talking about how in table t- he used to be table tennis and a national champion commonwealth games and in table tennis you react to the ball at something like point two of a second so when right. someone's smashing it at you and you're smashing it back is point two of a second and to that's react pretty to that. much the fastest the brain can react right extremely fast yeah when you're and he went to a day of a tennis um he went after finishing his career he then became a journalist and um, went to this um tennis day and i think it was michael stick or someone was there <laughs> serving and he was like does anyone journey journalists want to jump in and see if they can return and serve and michael side said he got involved in this he was like yeah I'll, I'll do it thinking that he was just like some journalist and thinking to himself right in tennis it's about i think it's 0.4 of a second or 0.45 so he was thinking i've got way more time to react to this right. tennis ball than i have to the yeah, table tennis ball. ball so he was like i might not be able to smash it back in but i'll probably get my racket to it mate might go out but like i'm confident that i can maybe yeah, get it, it and like, yeah, at least yeah, yeah. at least return it whatever he said he did the first serve, hit the back wall before he'd even seen it go past him. Wow. Second one, same thing. Third one, same thing. Fourth one, uh, Michael Stick was like, oh, should I put a bit more heat on it? He was like, yeah. He did it again and just was nowhere near it. And he was saying that it's because you you build up year, years and years and years of seeing these patterns yeah, of motion. Yeah, yeah. You, you're actually reacting. You, yeah, you're reacting. Your brain is reacting to the ball in these sports before you even consciously know what you're doing so it's you're reacting before you know anything's happening and that's why people can react to the balls and, and it's and but it's sports it's specific to that sport yeah, the table tennis didn't re- translate to tennis well, because and, the motions and, and are different i guess you're looking at body positions as well yeah and... so it's how it's how a robot will be able to do that but not only that but also <laughs> more like the spontaneous decisions that people make so like in so i could see how that it would react in a tennis setting on a serve for example but like for example in terms of a a football match it would then be you have all these different decisions that i can make and how would you you know is how they would then work out what to do based on that scenario because all of that would have to be algorithms that they're learning Mm. now i think it will happen because they'll get to the point where the ai is at that level where the the computer brain that they've created inside these robots is going to then learn as it's doing it and as it's yeah. you know and experiencing store these things and store those learned experiences and then you know react to that. Are we talking but about iRobot right now? Is that yeah. where we're at? Basically, yeah, yeah. basically. But, but like, I think that's I think that's quite a long way off from where we are now. So if a player does a set in football, they do a step over. Yeah. Right. Would the computer be looking at the step over, or would it be looking at the ball? Because the ball's not moving. Good question. And and also, I think if it was to if it was to pass, surely it'd be able to pass with just such accuracy and so maybe not now, but 
But you see the, you've seen the um, uh, the robot penalty goalkeeper sabers. <laughs> Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, and, and they're like, rubbish. No, they're like amazing. Oh, no, maybe good. not then. Oh. So like Me- Messi's, um, Messi's gone against them, and like Ronaldo. Oh, no and, yeah, it's brilliant. It's really good. But like the goal, it's like a goalkeeper that's, st- that's stand up, and then it will react based on. Yeah, no, it's what, brilliant. Full size goal. Uh, it's no, it's like um, it's not fu- it's not five side. It's not full size. It's like in between. But um, you should look at it on on YouTube. It's like put on a bro, right. it's like ro- right ro- Robo goalkeeper or something like that would be called, or Messi do Messi Robo keeper or something like that in YouTube, and it will come up and um, ro- ro- robot goalkeeper versus Messi. Exactly. There you go. Um, <laughs> oh, it looks quite. Looks like quite a. Where is it in Japan? And yes, yeah, Japan. And basically, like a goalkeeper is pretty good. It's like proper rapid. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, is that is unbelievable to be fair he's missed, missed. Yeah, he's yeah, missing yeah. but he still gets his hand to it um, but Messi but but Messi does score oh my he's, god but when he scores it's like a proper top corner screamer um, uh, can you share I know we always say this but can you share this Chris? yes because that is yeah, hilarious yeah, yeah. So there's <laughs> stuff like that where it's obviously that is obviously. <laughs> oh my god! It's hilarious, isn't it? So that is obviously like the goalkeeper is is basing that on the the split second when the ball is kicked where it's going. Oh and yeah, it's, it's, it's going. It's, it's not reading his body. It's no, not no, no, reading no. swerve. Purely based or... on yeah, based on that. So you know, I think I think technology obviously is just developing so quick, and it's but I th- I think it's a way off yet from that sort of stuff because I think that that will be the scary. Because that's the whole like scary thing of, of what what's going to happen at the point when robot, robots realise that human beings are oh, ruining the no earth. Problem. Yeah, because <laughs> with that as well, because those like robots, they wouldn't feel like nerves. No, would they? So they would always execute the same thing over and over again because yeah. they don't feel pressure. You know, yeah. in snooker, for instance, if it's the black pot and you need the, this one shot to win, or whatever it is, they're yeah. just gonna boom. It's exactly the same mo- moment pattern over and over See, again. See that 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 would be interesting to me. Would be um, sorry, I'm just showing the guys Boston Dynamics. Boston Dynamics robot. Can is you that share a robot? This? That's a robot. What? Yeah, the it's pretty ridiculous. It's what? Unbelievable, isn't it? That's yeah. got to be fake. You put a gun in that thing's Man. hand yeah, yeah. and send it into a war zone. Yeah, it's pretty That's amazing. Why is it? Have you seen, all, have done seen all the, like, the dogs and stuff? The Boston yeah, well, they can o- open the yeah, doors. It's and... incredible. What? Um, yeah, it's mad. Yeah. And that, that in the space. But I, I've, seen, I've seen the Boston Dynamics for the last few years. And what they've done is absolutely incredible. But what, what we're talking about and what you're talking about, that next, that real, real next level. I think is still some time. five to ten years away. I reckon. Yeah, if not more. Obviously, like you know, you know talking of, talking of a robot team beating a, f- a professional football team, it's fascinating because you just don't know because technology just goes so quick. Yeah. Rapid, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Some you think mental. Like I was watching something the other day, and again, this is totally off topic, but it's what we do here at Jones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like um, but like the thinking about. Um, Back in, like, we're obviously, global warming is like a huge, huge yeah. issue. Obviously, climate change is massive, and I think we need to do something about that. But it's funny when you look back, and in the, I think it was like 1910s or 1920s, they were talking about how New York was just being overrun with cow, uh, with a horse poo, basically, really? because of all the horses that were being used. Yeah. And there was this big thing about it at the time, just saying this is 
this is like literally a disaster what are we going to do this is like we need to sort this out like how are we going to do how are we going to organize this 10 20 years later everyone's in cars and it's sorted so it's almost like the people it's always going to be problem. the people of that time couldn't see the solution to the problem yeah. because they didn't have the technology mm. or they didn't have the technology available to them like we don't know what is going to be created. invented and created in the next few years that could totally change well that's what they say don't the they? environmental every, every, issues every of every century that. they say someone's we've someone's made the biggest steps well no well, i was going to say someone is sitting there somewhere saying we've invented everything we need to invent like and they've been saying that for the last thousand years oh, probably, until there's so a new issue or until new there's a new and... uh, that said i do think we're in a, such a significant time in the last Massive. 50 years with computer internet and Massive. you know yeah. look at what tesla's doing and i guess in i don't know 50 years 100 years time People will be looking back and laughing at how basic it was. And well, how they'll it probably they'll probably be be laughing that people used to die in car crashes and say, "What really? You know, you used to have to drive your own car." I'm yeah. sure in the future it will literally be you'll be getting in a box and you'll be pressing the destination, and in that box that you're in, you've got a sofa in there, a bed in there, and it's going to whiz you off at 300 miles gonna, an hour. And it's going to whiz you off at 300 miles an hour, and you're going to end up in Edinburgh or wherever you programmed. Mad to think of that, isn't it? So, so even like you know, they're they're trying to get rid of um, obviously diesel, aren't they? And I don't know when it's all gonna go electric. When is it like? I'm not sure, but yeah, it is madness. You just think the technology, you know, in such a short space of time, like the fact that you know it's it's crazy. You talk to people who are like who who are younger. Like I remember well i remember very clearly not having the internet mm. I remember very clearly not having a phone i didn't have a phone i didn't have a mobile yeah. phone till i was about 22 23 mm. like i didn't i think i had a mobile phone maybe it maybe at uni but like the towards the end of uni didn't have facebook till i left uni like all these things have happened and the internet like i remember being at school and like getting the old did, 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 yeah. like and you know it was yeah. just crazy like yeah. the, the i think people now growing up not not realizing like what it was like with before the internet. You had to read a book to find something out. It was just like and I, I how quick how it. quickly it's developed, and and you just think, what's it going to then be like in another 30, uh, 40 years? It is fascinating. I'm going to um, butcher this story, but one of my mates worked somewhere, and he said someone came in um, to his office, and they had a chip in their in their wrist. And I, I can't remember what he said it was for. I think it had like his data on it, or he could pay for stuff on it. And that is mad. And I said to him, wow. oh, "Did you not get any, any more information?" He said he didn't because I had to have, go for a meeting or something. But that's there. And that's I was chatting to someone insane. the other day and saying, "Well, imagine if if we're all wearing it's more more likely going to be retina scanners, I guess. But if you have got a chip inside you." Instead of getting mugged for your wallet and your phone, people are going to be cutting your arms off. <laughs> well, have, you seen that, have you seen that film In Time with Justin Timberlake? No. I have actually, yeah. Yeah, really good. Yeah, so yeah. they basically, it's all done by, um, you age up until you're 25 and then once you hit 25, that's it. And they got rid of currency and they just sold time. Uh, so you right. paid, like when you worked, you got more time. So if you wanted to like, buy a cup of coffee it would cost you three minutes if you wanted to buy a fancy car it would cost you 25,000 minutes yeah, and basically yeah, yeah, yeah. if you ran if you got to zero 
then that's when you died basically so there were these people out there that were farming minutes stealing minutes and stuff like that it's a re- it's a, it's a really good story like it's well worth yeah. it's well worth a watch um but again it's that whole that whole thing so people mugged people for and stole their time and basically killed them and took all the time that they had and stuff like that it's mad absolute madness that is mad so that's i i don't I, me personally i don't know what you guys think but I don't mind the whole Big Brother's watching you, and I, I you know, I'm not doing anything wrong. So yeah, so I like, kind of, I'm quite happy about that. I, I'm like that. I um, don't really like. I can I can totally respect and understand why people don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, I'm just like I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah, um, I'm just cracking on. And most of the time, people want people want your information to sell you stuff. Um, so you know. I always think with it's an interesting one with marketing, and this, again, this is going way off topic, but um, the let's, fact let's that, not apologise for that. I no, no, no. I was just yeah, thinking, where, where are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, but the fact that in a in a weird way, you should want marketers and people that are selling stuff to have as much information about you as possible, because then you would only be shown things that you actually, actually do care about, yeah. and you wouldn't be shown stuff that you don't care about, and therefore actually when you are in looking at marketing or looking at things for you know advertisements or for se- mm-hmm. selling stuff it's actually stuff that you would might you might be interested in actually buying what um, happens if you missed out on the things you didn't know no, you didn't I was know just thinking yeah that. that's true yeah that's the only thing yeah, my yeah. junk um, mailbox is full of uh, Viagra night adverts. So I don't know how that, that, that's that's happened, but um, yeah. Anyway, you must know exactly uh, what you want, mate. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, it's yeah, it's 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 interesting, isn't it? I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm I'm not like a yeah. I'm not like a big brother. I'm not really. Ca- I don't care basically. But that all come out. That all comes from tech, though. That yeah. all comes from tech. Yeah, because people saying about Alexas, aren't they? Like that. Um, they're li- you know that someone's listening to and you. Sam- and wasn't it Samsung TVs were watching people or something? Yeah, yeah. The little cameras out. in. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. all but even markets link because you know full well if you look at something online, yeah, like you know next and... time you go on, yeah. Yeah. like for instance like social media, a paid ad is going to pop up for something similar to what you looked at. Yeah. So I was looking at those aura rings, the sleep tracking rings. Yeah. Ben Bukowski was speaking around. I was just intrigued to know what they were. Yeah. And I literally went on the website once. I've been bombarded with aura rings. This aura rings that get your Christmas aura ring and yeah. And I was just like, oh my god, that's literally off of one. Get your Christmas Viagra pills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but again, that's all like artificial intelligence I guess isn't it and tracking and technology and yeah. showing you things that they think that you want And do you think anything in the foreseeable future will be able to replace fitness and moving the body so will you be able to inject something ingest well, something well remember Chris dropped that nugget a few little while ago about was it was it cancer treatment and people oh yeah what not didn't take the not taking the medication not taking the medication yeah. that's all you yeah. need to do take one pill a day and the yeah. massive percentage of people that didn't and they're yeah. more likely to give it to their their pets than yeah. They are, yeah themselves yeah. so if there is something that takes its place well I mean you could argue that we've we've got the solution now for everything eat more veg eat you know better and exercise more mm. but that's time consuming and so if there was okay let's say there was one injection that you could have on a yearly thing that could replace doing exercise and it it made sure that you were healthy for for the next you know 12 months uh you know what's going to be out there are, are, are we just going to be half 
man and half robot? Are we going to be Terminators? Or... <laughs> who knows? What's, what's going on? I, who knows? Chris, you're the man with the answers. I no, you to know these like, this is not not something I know the answer to. Dude, I mean, I, who, who knows? I'm gutted that I'm not going to be here in a hundred years' time. What is going to be out there? Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, I think. I think. You know, you listen to like. I know you listen to Elon Musk's podcast oh, with yeah. uh, Joe Rogan and stuff, and he seems to be from what from what I you know reading between the lines, he seems to be of the belief that AI is like going to be a, you know that there are going to be. But didn't he robots, say something uh, like you know once the genie's out of the bottle, that's yeah. it. You know you can't come yeah, back you from can't it, and they're it just going to develop at such a rate. Yeah, and it, you know he's not saying that there's going to be a Judgment Day Terminator style, but yeah, yeah. You know, when you look at some of these robots and... Yeah, well, he, he was sort of saying... Because Joe Rogan was going down the sort of pessimistic route of, of essentially saying... Yeah, he said... He was sort he of said, saying... Well, what, what happens if robots look at us like yeah. we... You know, we pollute we the planet. Like, we, yeah, we, just, we, yeah. we we're know, fight wars. Yeah. We are pointless, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. But then we, he said, you know, sometimes we create good art, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, but I think he... And Elon Musk was sort of saying the, post, the, the optimistic or optimistic side of that is that you we we would um live in conjunction with each other that that there would be robots and humans living in the same world and that you wouldn't need to necessarily have one or the other um because it was then i was it was interesting because then i was watching the matrix with i said it was about watching yeah, the yeah, matrix yeah. with kate there and it's a lot of it's a lot to do with that and you just think how true might that be in a, in another 100 to 200 years time who knows but yeah fascinating but um yeah, you, I mean, I don't think you can answer that. But at the moment, there's not, there's nothing out there where you can supplement your health and fitness by any other means other than doing the things that other we've espoused and and the thing, you know, doing the right things. And I think it's interesting because even if you could do that, would you? So there's a question. Mm-hmm. So if you could take, an, if you could inject yourself at the start of the year, like you said before, Aiden, and and then not have to do all the things you do to, to keep your health and fitness, would you do it? I'd probably do it and still do those other things as well. Why would you do that? Just because... But Well, there's two different arguments there, isn't it? If one's about my body staying fit and healthy, but... You know the mind's a different thing. So, like I said to you last week, do something else. If you got, if you got all the, if you got all the, if you, if you had all the benefits, etc., that you got out of currently doing your your fit, your health and exercise routines, habits, etc., from taking this, from having this injection. So you could just basically be the same as you are now by taking the injection or by actually doing the stuff. So with the injection, you'd still you would, get you'd still get the technically you'd you'd argue you'd still get the mental health yeah, side yeah, of yeah. things so basically from the injection. You'd be the same. I'd be the same. You'd be the same, but yeah. obviously you wouldn't oh, yeah, be I doing guess, any of those I guess, things. Yes, then I'd get a few hours of my life back a week. Okay. Yeah. What would you invest that time in? Um, getting other injections for other stuff. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, it's interesting though, isn't it? Because then, because yeah. then it's like. But what's the point? Yeah, like, what like point? what when do you do you get the like the satisfaction out of knowing that you've been doing things that yeah. are positive to your life or do you it's it's an interesting one. I'm not sure the, I mean the you obvious know, the obvious that, answer is yes, the again, obvious like if you were to win like I don't know 10 million pounds on the lottery yeah. would you retire? Would you, you know and no. it, it, 
people always yes. say, yeah. I would, straight away. I'd spend time with my wife. I'd spend time with my family. So, I, I, so I, 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 you know, I was listening to um, that Jordan Peterson book, you know, 12 Rules for Life. And, yeah. Um, he was talking about people's aspirations for life and um, wanting to sit on a beach and uh, drink like 10 margaritas and stuff. Well, after three weeks, you're, you're probably bored of that. Yeah. And then after six months, you're probably depressed and unhealthy and, you know, and it goes down a, a different route. So I think as humans, we want to be achieving and... I think what that, what that would do, the, the lottery thing, is it gives you the freedom yeah, to do exactly what you yeah. would want to do. So I think a lot of people, or certainly I, I wouldn't retire, I would just mould my day to be around the things, do loads of podcasts, do mould yeah, my day yeah, to be yeah. around the things that I enjoy. Yeah, you'd, you'd, um, you'd still, probably... used, I'd still be working, but it would be like, I'd be picking and choosing the work that I did more carefully based on the things that I really loved doing. The crazy thing is you'd probably end up making more money and that's the, the mad it's thing weird, about isn't it. it. Yeah, yeah. But you, yeah, you would go out and buy a Ferrari and a Gucci suit. You know what? I'm not. Holiday. I've never been a, again. This like I've never been a car. Like if I, I don't know if I, I would. I would buy a new car because we've got a family car and then we've got what we call the biscuit tin, which is my car, which is basically a uh, Peugeot 107 silver, silver bullet. We also call it as well, but um, <laughs> it certainly doesn't go like a bullet. It's absolutely a terrible car. It but anyway, goes like a biscuit tin. it goes like a biscuit tin. Right. But um, it's so I probably parking, would buy though. something, but I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't be like, yeah, Ferrari and stuff is not really for me. Oh, I'd get like a, I, I reckon I'd do up, I'd have like a mint V-dub camper van, that's what I'd have. Just like proper good interior. With a physio top. couch in the back. No, <laughs> no, Surf, surfboard in the back, I'd do plenty. Of, so I would, I'd do some traveling and stuff like that, I reckon if I am um, on the lottery, but anyway. Isn't that, uh, that is the best conversation, isn't it? Just to, just to dream of what you could do. <laughs> what you do, yeah. yeah. That should um, be a podcast in itself. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah okay, we'll good. do that. Be today's funny. been a today's been a very random one, hasn't it? But uh, quite I've actually like, quite enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, how long have we I, done? Don't know, I don't know how long we've done, but um, any, we've any kind last... of like talked about wearable tech. Any yeah, la- yeah, no, yeah. Any what last else? thoughts on wearable? Um, okay, wearable so tech is not... good. I was just going to say um, when I was thinking about this a couple of weeks ago when we were going to do it. Um, where else can we use technology to stay fit? And I was just going to bring up things like um, Nintendo Wii. Yep. Um, and like virtual reality stuff so I'm a big gamer yep. I have played on the Wii's before and they're alright they're not very accurate but again I would think where technology's going there's going to be advances there and there's going to be you know if I could play Call of Duty in like a virtual reality set and a full thing where I've got to run around a little bit and that'll be that, awesome that's a, that's a that's Cool. that's a cool thing to think yeah about. and if you, you put your my zone belt on there because you're gonna get tired as well if you're running oh, around properly yeah. um, i mean i mean i i've never really enjoyed running but if you were playing that sort of game oh, legging definitely. it about so much more fun yeah so i think i think wearable tech and tech for wearable tech for fitness has got like you say has got some amazing opportunities going forwards and I think it can be used for the good if we do it in the right way. Mm. And like we talked about before, with the right you, education, right education, you know what you're sort of, you know what not to be stressed about or not to be anxious about. Still be able um, to use your intrinsic factors of like, absolutely. actually, I, I can say that that was good. Yeah. Not, I don't need external things to exactly. tell me if it's not and don't get yeah, stressed Yeah, don't need that external validation to use it as a tool rather than a, like a driver. Don't abuse it. Yeah, exactly. Don't abuse it, yeah. 
Yeah, and if anyone's got any questions out there on wearable tech or things that they you know for that might be specific for them, then give us a shout and we can always right give some advice. Definitely going to put the links on for what did we say? Yeah, Messi's penalty. Messi's Robo. I've never seen that. Boston Dynamics. Damn it, Dynamics! I said backflips and three sixties of that robot. Exactly, that robot is immense. And any films that we've recommended? Die Hard. I'm going to Die Hard. I've got two weeks. I've got two weeks. Uh, in time in time Justin Timberlake <coughs> Justin yeah. Timberlake good actor and then um, yeah I don't know what it'll be next week Hope maybe just as random as this week yeah alright alright cool well have a good week everybody yeah. have a good week guys see you later see you later, see you later.